system. Absolutely. I mean, these are people who want to get over Malaysia's borders, but underneath the radar. So, you know, there's a whole host of people who would be on Malaysia's watch list and indeed Interpol's watch list. This is the criminal uh, uh, police, global police network. Uh, so what's interesting is when this system would go down, the Interpol system wouldn't be working. So anybody could cross uh, over Malaysia's borders when the system was down. So that could have quite uh, serious implications then for security. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Malaysia has a has a has a growing terrorism problem. Uh, for example, the the British government and the Australian governments both raised Malaysia's terror alert to the highest level this year, warning travelers of impending attacks. Uh, you know, Malaysia does have a significant human trafficking problem. There are as many as 2 million undocumented workers inside Malaysia. Uh, so both of these groups, human trafficking gangs and terrorist groups could have been using this loophole. We simply don't know at this point. That was our East Asia editor Celia Hatton there and let's pick up on that last point that she makes about the security concerns associated with people being able to enter Malaysia unchecked and outside the normal international monitoring processes. I've been speaking to Richard Bloom who's an aviation security expert from Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University in Arizona. First of all, it's much bigger than uh, the possibility of aviation terrorism or airport terrorism. It's even much bigger than terrorism uh, uh, as a whole. This really uh, relates to global criminal behavior of any kind. Uh, In the world we live in these days with uh, global technologies, telecommunications, and the rest of it, uh, it becomes easier and easier to identify and exploit uh, vulnerabilities in how people uh, communicate with each other throughout the world, including how they uh, provide documentation as to their uh, identity. So, for example, uh, passports and visas and other travel documents are lost and stolen. Uh, They're made fraudulently. They're used with even uh, a blank face on it. There are databases, for example, Europol and Interpol and others where you can go and check and see if a document uh, is actually valid or not. But certainly when you crash the system, that makes that uh, quite difficult. Uh, An analogy going back to near the beginning, right after 9-11 in the United States, there actually were examples of uh, security personnel pulling a plug on certain technologies uh, that were supposed to be used to uh, identify the possibility of uh, explosive uh, components, explosives, weapons, weapons components, and um, for human factors reasons of different kinds, maybe just fatigue, or maybe they were in on some kind of uh, malintentioned plan. Uh, So all I'm saying is what we're uh, hearing about today from Malaysia is just one tiny uh, symptom of a huge problem. So really, we don't even know the scale of this uh, from the Malaysian authorities. They're not giving many details away. Uh, But potentially, what could be the implications of this? Well, the implications are that there's a huge problem with uh, what we call the insider threat. People working at the, um, uh, at the airport who um, have uh, the motivation and perhaps they're being paid, uh, perhaps they have certain belief systems uh, leading them to violate security procedures. Uh, this is by no means unique to Malaysia. It's really a problem, this internal threat at airports uh, throughout the world. In one part of the selecting 
and managing and training these people is to decrease the probability of the insider threat occurring. Again, way beyond terrorism, instead involving uh, global criminal behavior of many different kinds. Yeah, I mean, we don't really know what the motive is. It could be uh, criminal, it could be human trafficking. Uh, we, we just don't know at this stage. But what sort of reputation does Malaysia have with regards to security at its airports because presumably there's a lot of training that anyone who works in an international airport has to go through and some sort of screening process. Certainly uh, any uh, individual listening to our discussion uh, could go online and find examples where there are other governments worried about what's happening at the Malaysia airport, either in terms of the content of the specific security procedures, how well uh, security personnel are screened and vetted and so on. Certainly not unique to Malaysia, but it's not a surprise that it occurred here. Aviation security expert Richard Bloom. Niger is a country with one of the highest numbers of child brides in the world. Three quarters of girls there are married before the...